Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Spirit of meeting people where they are, we'll also be working with the Black Coalition Against COVID and other organizations to launch a new initiative called Shots at the Shop. Barbershops, beauty shops are hubs of activity information in black and brown communities in particular, but in many communities across the nation. Local barbers, stylists, they become key advocates for vaccinations in their communities. As folks in Arizona know, I've long been a supporter of the filibuster because it is a tool that protects the democracy of our nation. Rather than allowing our country to ricochet wildly every two to four years back and forth between policies, the idea of the filibuster was created by those who came before us in the United States Senate to create comedy and to encourage senators to find bipartisanship and work together. And while there are some who don't believe that bipartisanship is possible, I think that I'm a daily example that bipartisanship is possible. Not just this trip today and tomorrow that John and I are doing, but the work that John and I and I and many other of my colleagues in both parties do on a regular basis. So to those who say we must make a choice between the filibuster and X, I say this is a false choice. The reality is, is that when you have a system that's not working effectively, and I would think that most would agree that the Senate's not a particularly well-oiled machine, right? The way to fix that is to change your behavior, not to eliminate the rules or change the rules, but to change your behavior. And I played in the Judiciary Committee because I was sick of hearing that it was nothing but right-wing extremists. A video of John Sullivan, who hated Trump, and there he was in the Capitol bragging to this girl that uh, about how I told you we would be able to do this. And then he's egging the crowd on, and especially after Ms. Babbitt was shot, trying to encourage them, to inflame them. Uh, It wasn't just right-wing extremists in there. I don't think we know everything we need to know. In fact, I don't think we know near near enough uh, or even, uh, I think, beyond the surface. That's why you have a commission, why we had 9-11 commission, Warren commission, all these independent of Congress, independent, Republican, Democrats, equal numbers on a commission to find out what drove all this? What really happened? What was behind this? How deep is this in our is in our is all of this in our society? You know, we had uh, active duty military involved, uh, National Guard involved. We had active duty policemen involved in this. People lost their lives. Capitol Hill policemen lost their lives. Unprecedented in history. We need to understand the truth. I mean, I don't know why Mitch. The Republicans are so afraid of the truth. Uh, that's all we're, we're looking for. We're not looking to blame people. We need to, need to understand. America does. You can't handle the truth. Prosecutors in Minnesota are seeking a 30-year prison sentence for former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin in the murder of George Floyd. Prosecutors wrote in a court filing on Wednesday that the sentence, twice the upper end of the recommended sentencing range, would, quote, properly account for the profound impact of Chauvin's actions on Floyd's family and the community. In separate filings, an attorney for Chauvin argued that he should get probation and that his incarceration should be limited to time already served. Stop right there. Just stop right there. Good morning, everybody. Madison with you three minutes after the hour. Did I just hear that news? 
a report, was that accurate or was that fake news? No, it was accurate. Derek Chauvin, who murdered, found guilty of murder of George Floyd, should not, I repeat, should not be sentenced to prison. And, by the way, any time he has already spent locked up should be credited. And he ought to be released. Derek Chauvin is currently in prison in solitary confinement, really for his own protection, because they believe if he was locked up in the general population, his life might be in danger. I, I would suspect that's reasonable. I was really pleased to hear that they should have done this a long time ago, but I was really pleased to hear uh, Joe Biden talk about a new initiative to get shots. We got to get at least by July 5th, or is it July 4th? July 4th. If we can get 70% of, uh, of Americans vaccinated, then we're well on our way uh, of, of dealing with uh, this, this pandemic. It's, it's been a hell of a ride, hasn't it? I mean, when you think about it. But I'm really pleased to hear uh, him announce this, what they call it, shots at the shop. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. So the question would be to those of you who are listening that maybe own a barber shop or a beauty shop, uh, let's not leave out uh, uh, nails, right? You know, let, let's not leave them out. Uh, shots at the—I think this is uh, shots at the shop. It's a great incentive, but they, you know, and the thing that's really interesting is um, all of these incentives that are, are being introduced, Budweiser which, by the way, is owned by, if I'm not mistaken, a European country, but not the family uh, that used to own it. They sold it to uh, a company out of, uh, I believe, Europe, I believe Germany. But anyhow, so you get, you get free bud. That might get some of these folks <laughs> to, uh, to get the shot. And then there are these lotteries. Uh, they're giving away babysitting services. Um, as, you know, this is, I, I really like that approach. I really honestly do. I wish that they had started it much earlier. I think this now convinces most people that, first of all, the shots are safe and, and, that, uh, and, and that this is the direction that we need to be uh we need to be heading. So that's uh, you know I always try to start the show with some positive news or at least some uh positive story that you can comment on. So this would be um if you own this would be this question is directed to anybody out there listening 
and you never know who's listening. If you own a barbershop, a beauty shop, a nail salon, I don't want to leave the nail salon. This should, I would say do it. Participate. Participate. Um, 1-866-801-8255. So we'll give you an opportunity. Um, you know where else I would, if the, if the, if the, um, Biden people are listening and I, I think I'm can assume they are, you know who I, you know, what other group I would include, what other business I would include truck stops. I would include truck stops. Now, I'm not certain if most truck drivers listening have gotten their vaccination, um, but I would include truck stops. 1-866-801-8255. Now, here's the one that uh, just, just floored me, and I can't imagine that the judge is 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 going to go along with this but this is a um oh, where is it the story here's the story let me share with you boy this is there there it is um the lawyers for Derek Chauvin the lawyers for Derek Chauvin messed up here um they are Asking the judge, they're asking the judge to, um, (laughs) I mean, it's not working here, but let me just, they're asking the judge to um, not send Derek Chauvin, his attorney, say he shouldn't go to prison. But the problem is now I got to, I can't get, I got to get it on here, not there, because I need the calls. They're asking that he, they're saying he should not go to prison. Now, let me just share with you in case you haven't read the story. Um, he was convicted, as you know, of second and third degree murder and second-degree manslaughter, right? Back, all right, so he faces, he faces a maximum, he faces a maximum of uh, 30 years in prison. And it says here in the story, he faces a maximum sentence of 30 years in prison because the judge overseeing the case concluded that he abused his position of trust and authority and other aggravating uh, factors. Uh, Chauvin has been in prison awaiting sentencing since April 21st and would get credit 
for time served. Now, his attorney has filed, wrote in a filing that Chauvin is in solitary confinement in a high-security prison because he likely is to be a, a target by other prisoners. Now, you also know, you should know if you don't, that three other officers involved in the incident, they face charges of aiding and abetting Floyd's murder. And they're scheduled to be tried, wow, in 2022. That seems like a long way off. Well, I'm telling you, I'm just reading the news story. So the attorney for Chauvin wrote that Chauvin, now listen to this, this is, in, this is their argument, that Chauvin was born to a loving mother, father, <clears throat> and sister, served in the military, and received high scores on reviews during his 19 years as a police officer. The uh, eyes of the public has been reduced to this incident, and he has been painted as a dangerous man. That's what the, that, 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 that was the argument. And in other words, the, the lawyer for Chauvin says, <clears throat> behind the politics, Mr. Chauvin is still a human being. Before this incident occurred, isn't it amazing how they've reduced it to an incident? Before this incident occurred, Mr. Chauvin was an average man with a loving family and close friends. He was a husband, stepfather, uncle, and son. Now, this is all part of the filing to the judge. This is what is going to the judge. They also wrote in the filing that he has the backing of his ex-wife and her family and has received thousands of letters of support from around the world since his arrest. Mr. Chauvin has the support network he needs to succeed, succeed as he moves past this incident. Therefore, probation is appropriate for Mr. Chauvin. Wow. Probation. No jail time. 
Now, one thing that keeps that comes to mind is, if I'm not mistaken, there was no evidence that Chauvin appeared, at least from my perspective, apologetic. And what this this appears to be a an appeal to sympathy for Derek Chauvin. Your comment, your reaction, one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. My now this is just me talking. I think he deserves the highest punishment possible under the law, which I'd give him all thirty years. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Twenty after. This would be a perfect. Your, if you, your, your reaction. Hmm. This so this is an appeal for sympathy for him. I got to I you, you know there there is so much between the lines. In, in this news story of what I and and the filing there's so there's so, you know it's and and the thing that bothers me more is the one clear thing that came out of this trial Derek chauvin never appeared to accept responsibility or remorse for George Floyd's death or I should uh, or murder we'll con- your calls coming in now one 801 hey Joe I agree with you because he showed like no emotion no anything just like he had a straight face uh, during the trial, so I'm I'm with you. Um, yeah, they, you know the lawyers. Oh, it's a broken system. It's a broken system. I mean, the all right, Lynn. I don't want to. I I stated my opinion. So, and then of course the one of the positive news stories, and and that is the shots at the shop. Good move, uh, President Biden. Good move. Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Your calls next. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdicts as they will appear in the permanent records of the 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota, County of Hennepin, District Court, 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, Count 1. Court File Number 27, CR 20, 
12646. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.44 p.m. Signed, juror four-person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Signed by jury four-person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Now, I would also say to you, if the judge or for any reason sentences Derek Chauvin to time already served, in other words, he gets probation, and let's say the others three who will be on trial next year. They delayed the trial because there's a federal investigation and the judge wanted some space in between. Um, then they wouldn't serve a day in jail. I mean, if Chauvin, who's, you know, these three charges you just heard, I mean, these three guilty verdicts, I'm sorry, you just heard, these are guilty verdicts, then you can almost be certain that the other three officers wouldn't do any time. So no one would do time in prison for the murder and the manslaughter of George Floyd. All right. Chauvin is, is, is doing, is being held until sentencing. And, and so what they're saying is, Served, they would, it would, right. and, and that would add on, and then he'd he'd walk free, mm-hmm. he'd be let go, exactly and and right. and then what his attorney is saying? Well, you know what? He's got a network of friends, family members, that can help him get back on his feet. I'm just listening with the third ear. That's what all. The, and and by the way, what do I always say to y'all? What are you going to do about it? See, his supporters aren't wasting any time. What are they doing about sending letters? What did, what did the attorney say? Thousands of letters from around the world supporting him, even before the trial. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to send this discussion that we're going to have and the lines of jumping to the Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. I'm going to let him hear what y- y'all say. I'm going to, no, really, Sam, get it, Daryl, just get it together and just send it to him. Then he has that for the record, for whatever it's worth. In the meantime, let's go to the phones. First time callers, please, so we can acknowledge you. One call a week. 
this allows these a lot of we got a lot of first time callers. So let's start with uh, Mark, Pennsylvania, first time caller. Go right ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, um, I thank you for your show. Um, I thank you for having me. Uh, and like you said, we, we need to be diligent with that third eye, that third ear and eye, because I see it coming. They're going to try to let this dude go, um, this animal. And um, if we don't stay on them, and I'm glad you're going to send this, these, these clips to wherever it needs to go. Because I can, I can see and, and I can hear just by what you're saying, what they're trying to do. And when this verdict came down, uh, we all exhaled. As, as you say, it's not over. It's not over. And um, it's, it's the same thing here where I live. is very few of us here, and we have to fight for everything. And as soon as we turn our backs, uh, the, the snakes are trying to undermine something and, and this, this animal showed no emotion, and now they want to paint a picture of, of this loving guy. And he showed no emotion while he snuffed the life out of this young man. And I have an 18-year-old and I have a 13-year-old son uh, that I have to worry about every day to go out into this world, not only for everyday violence, but from the police that are paid, that we pay to protect and serve us. So, again... I thank you for your show. Um, I'm glad to hear it. We don't get a lot here where I live at. So um, I don't lose hope. And I know there's people out there fighting. And I want to tell you, I pray for you. And I want you to keep up the good fight. And, again, I thank you from uh, Pennsylvania. Mo from North Carolina. Mo, you're on with Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Go right ahead, Mo. Good morning, uh, everybody. Uh, I want to make a comment, first of all, about Derek and then about uh, President Biden and about Urban View. Uh, Joe, I want to thank you and the whole Urban View family for what you all do for us. And I don't think you all get enough credit from uh, from you, from from Karen, uh, Larie, uh, Clay. All you are are a blessing to our community, and I just wanted to say that to you personally. Thank uh, you. Urban View is the best station on Sirius XM ever. Now to uh, Derek, I would rather to uh, President Biden. I think President Biden has a very great plan of getting these shots done uh, in the barber shops, in the beauty shops, and I, I think the grocery stores would be great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sure. just got my shot last week, and I'm getting my second shot on the 21st uh, at our Coliseum here in North Carolina. So I think that's a great plan. Uh, now to Derek Chauvin. The jury have spoken, Joe, about what his verdict is. The judge cannot go against the jury because the, the people have spoken. Now, if he if, if his attorneys make a plea for his uh, release, then he's going not only against the Constitution and, and the judicial law, but he's going against the whole process of justice. 
Well, the, let me let me stop you. The judge can give him probation. Even after the, the verdict has already been set by the there's jury? No, that, that, there's no mandatory sentencing in this case. Okay. So, so what was the role of the jury then? To find him innocent or guilty. Okay, and they found him guilty. Yes. So why isn't the judge not honoring that? He, they, he did. Oh, he did? Okay. But the attorney... He didn't, over, he didn't overturn the verdict. Okay. Okay. But the attorneys are saying that the judge should do that now. No, the, no, the, the, they're filing, they filed with the, the uh, judge recommendation that the okay. judge give him probation. Okay. Now, do you think the judge will do that? You never know. Okay, and what grounds would he have to do that on? Based on the that grounds that the I heard you say... That he's the judge. That listen, listen. That Mo, slow down. He's the judge. He has that authority under Minnesota law. Okay, Joe. It might help Mo. There's. It's a two-step process. The jury determines innocent or guilt, guilt or innocent. Then the judge, in the terms of a guilty sentence, guilty verdict determines what penalty what sentence what sentence which is in essence Period. penalty uh, it, that's my it. word yeah so it's okay. two separate so he he's guilty that nothing's going to take that away unless he appeals or something now re- remember let me give you an example remember and there are i think there were and still are probably some states where remember in the drug cases they had mm-hmm. mandatory sentencing and a lot of the judges were opposed to mandatory sentencing. In other words, it it took the discretion away from the the bench, away from the judge. This is not the case here. That's why they're filing, as I understand it, unless Keith Ellison tells us differently, the 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 judge can say time served. And giving probation, and he walks. And he, even after the jury had made this, yes, Mo. The jury did their job. The jury did their job. Right, and they did a wonderful job. I think okay, the Mo, you've been on for five minutes and six seconds, and and you keep. You, I I know what you what's going through your head. This is unbelievable. But is it? <laughs> this is this is, I guess, what the defense attorneys can do. What now? What will the judge do? I really don't know. But I tell you what, somebody ought to be right. Look, there's two. Look, guys, this is why I say, what are you going to do about it? So, what what is Derek Chauvin's supporters doing about it? They're sending, as you heard his attorney say, thousands of letters to the judge. They're lobbying the judge for him to be released and get probation. 
Now, what are you doing? See, Mo, 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 this is why I interrupt. So then the question is, what are you doing? Or what are you going to do? 40 after the hour here on Sirius XM Urban View. Other than to get on the Madison show and sound in... This is unbelievable. Can't believe write, write your letter and say that. I cannot believe that you would do this, Judge. I, I mean, <laughs> I, that's I what I say. Believe. So be, because I don't want anybody picking up the phone and calling me and say, well, what are you going to do about it? I told you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it's 40 minutes after the hour. I'm going to take these calls and I'm going to send them to the Attorney General of Minnesota. We'll continue on Madison here on CSXM Urban View. Uh, Attorney General uh, uh, Keith Ellison, does your office make recommendations to the judge on the sentencing? Yes. Yeah, we do. Have you decided what you will be recommending to the judge? Uh, well, you know, we're in the middle of working all that up. You know, that that is something that I probably should not talk about because it's prospective. Um, um, you know, but I think everybody can count on us recommending a sentence that is commensurate with the nine minute and twenty nine second slow. Uh, death of George Floyd. All right. We'll close it there. Thank you so much for taking the right. time. I appreciate it, you Attorney bet. General Ellison. You bet, Thank you. There you go. That was right after the um, verdict. So th- there you go. He, and see, again, this is why Urban View is so important. To all you Sirius XM subscribers, that's why I ask, just just, just give us a, you know, four hours of your time. All right, let's go back to the phones. Lamont, Maryland. Good, good morning, Lamont. How you doing, sir? Okay. Um, I, I watch majority of the trial, and I feel personally, still to this day, that... Um, Chauvin and his defense team has not even acknowledged that he did anything wrong yet, let alone the lack of remorse in his eyes. He couldn't see his mouth, but he never showed any regret, any uh, apologies. At no time did I feel as though he is even sorry for what he done or, or looked at George Floyd as a person. So I feel as though he should get the max all. And my one question is, is Minnesota a jury sentencing state or a judge sentencing state? I don't know the answer right off the top of my head, but based on what I, based on what I just heard, the, the attorney general has indicated to us it's up to the judge. The, um, that's why he said we, meaning the attorney general's office, will make a recommendation to the to the to the uh, judge so i suspect it's up to the judge in the- 
let's uh let's see uh roosevelt pennsylvania roosevelt go ahead good morning roosevelt good morning joe <clears throat> thank you for uh taking my call i think he deserves to get the maximum that uh that's allowed by the law he deserves to get that that would he be that would in essence be 30 years right Yes, sir. He needs to get with the George. He needs to get the justice with the George Floyd family guy. All right, uh, yeah, Michael from, from Michael is a first time caller here to the Madison Show on Urban View uh, from from Michigan. Go ahead. Good morning, Joe and crew. Good morning. Uh, my concern is that this person showed no parts. He had his knee on his neck like he was a trophy bear. I'm a physician by trained. His face, uh, George Floyd's face, turned a grayish bluish discoloration, and he showed no no remorse. In Farmington Hills, three white men killed some geese with golf clubs, and they served three years. And his lawyer states that this this matters no more than just killing a dog. This is white and blue privilege. Thank you, Michael from the state of Vermont. Michael, <laughs> hi, Michael. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Joe. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I wanted to call about uh, giving vaccines um, at barber shops, and I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? I, I live in Vermont. I work for a community health center, and there's a ton of funding right now that's been given to community health centers for doing vaccines, and I think that's a great idea. And the reason why I think that's better than uh, barber shops is because they're equipped with uh, staff, with training. There's a lot involved with being able to, to monitor a plan like this. And like down in Florida, they did uh, a rollout where DeSantis did a bunch with uh, uh, pharmacies because they're trained to give uh, vaccines, you know, they do flu vaccines pretty much all over the country. And if someone ever had a bad reaction to a vaccine, which does happen, you need to have people that are trained to be able to take care of patients uh, that that have a negative reaction. And I just think trying to put the resources into a place like a barber shop or a truck stop. Um, I don't you know what it sounds. You know what it sounds like to me. I'm listening with third ear. It sounds like you sense that if they do vaccinations at beauty shops, barber shops, and I re- I recommended uh, truck stops, that that those funds would be taken away from places where like where you work at a community health center. I don't think that that's the case. I don't think it has to be either or. Number two, uh, Michael, uh, barbers aren't going to be given the shots. You know, beauticians aren't going to be given the shot. They're going to have community health workers that are going to be giving the shots. So, so you're suggesting take... Huh? I'm just uh, no. What I'm suggest, what I'm saying is that apparently what the Biden, uh, what the Biden people are doing is here's some additional funding, 
and the barbers will work with community health folk. Hell, man, when, when, when I got my first shot, you know who gave me my first shot? A first-year medical student. Yep. Well, yep. Well, probably under the uh, supervision of somebody, not a barber. Well, yes. And what makes you assume that there wouldn't be supervision at a barber shop or a beauty shop? But uh, you you make it sound like you make it sound like, oh, the barber will be doing the the vaccination. That's not going to be the case. Well, two things. You'd be yeah. taking resources. You'd be taking no, resources. That, that, they, uh, no, 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 no. See, that's not true. And, and that's an assumption on your part. This appears to be, based on what I've read, additional resources. They're not going to take the resources from the drugstore. They're not going to take the resources from your, uh, your clinic. They're just adding. Where that's are those, all they're... Where are those resources going to come from? Because The same place. Oh, oh Michael, with time. all due respect. Michael, see, now, now you're causing me to raise my voice because you're not paying any attention. The res- where are those resources going to come from? The same place it came from with, uh, matter of fact, go ahead, let Sherry, me, let me read it. Let me suggest to you, Michael. Not, don't suggest anything. Tell him. There are large vaccination sites that are closing. One of them across the street from where we live, the Arena Stage, opened up a large vaccination site. They had a flood of people come there, and now they are closing this month. And this was so at a, can, this was at a theater. A theater, yes. Thanks. And there are arenas yep. that are going to close that were done. So they are reassigning That's all. people, uh, oh. crews, if you will, to other places. Oh, he doesn't it. mean they're taken away from you. They didn't take, take them away when they opened up these larger sites. That's right. They just And, they then, and then, of course, the argument, well, where are you going to get the money from? Oh. Brian from Virginia. Hi. Go ahead, Brian. Brian. Hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Waiting. Go right ahead, Brian. Hey, I'm talking about uh, Derek Chauvin. Basically, what they're doing is they're pleading for mercy for for uh, for Derek Chauvin. Yeah, sympathy. Yeah, right, right. Pleading to have mercy. What I'm saying is, how much mercy did he show George Floyd? None. That bastard should do every thirty every day that they give him. All right, fifty three after the hour. Chris from Texas, you're on with Madison. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Joe. Good morning. Uh, quick, real, real quickly, a couple points. Um, as far as that judge. I really personally don't believe that, that he would do the probation thing because then that essence, that would put him on the hot seat. And I think the last judge we've seen show any type of compassion towards a cop convicted of murder was the Amber Geiger, Amber Geiger case in which that judge got through under the bus for that. So I don't think that judge, this particular judge, want to go through that. I mean, hopefully, I don't think he do. Um, my second point would be, I'm not exactly for sure, but I don't know if the murder convictions what actually have an option for probation. I know the manslaughter does, but I'm not sure if the murder convictions will have an option for probation. I know here in the state of Texas, 
probation is not an option for any murder conviction. I don't, yeah, and, and I don't, I don't know what the law is in Minnesota, but again, this is why this segment and your calls will go directly to Keith Ellison. He yes, knows. He, 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 I mean, he, he knows. I, I, I'm, I'm, I can't even stand here and sit here and say that you're right or wrong. That, that I really don't know. Yeah, and, I, and and far as the mercy side of it, you know, if I'm that judge, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell that defense attorney, you want mercy, this is what I'll do for you. I'll give Derek Shaven probation on that manslaughter, and I'm going to give him 30 years on that second and third degree and run the sentence concurrent. And I'll slap that gaffle on his ass. one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Lines are full. Uh I will, I will uh, again, respond to Mike from Vermont so that he clearly understands. First of all, Mike, this is not about a shortage of, of uh, funding. And secondly, please, you know, just when you make an argument, be logical. You know damn well that barbers and beauticians... <laughs> aren't going to be giving the vaccination. So thank you, uh, Biden, Joe. I mean, and then you argue, you know, I have to sit here and go, you're not even thinking. You're not even being logical. You know, they're giving, I mean, they're giving, they're giving shots at (laughs) drive-ins. We'll continue. I'm 1-866-801-8255. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.